to the ether today is thursday december 1st 2022 today on the ether cosmos spaces cosmic community chatting with don kryptonium hosted by lil Gaines. let's take a listen good morning everybody today is the official day that i'll be interviewing don kryptonium i'm little Gaines, and i am Don. Dawn. Crypto. What's up, Don? How is it going, my man? It it's going great, dude. What um, time is it over there right now in, in Hong 10, Kong? 10 PM. I'm I'm really um I'm really giving in today. Um really really busy day. Had the massage so so I can do it. Um interesting day, interesting proposals today. I'm I'm just checking mean scan. And I'm um, I'm turning the changing the strategy. I need to attack back. Time to strike back. Then away. Uh, I I see I see nine people. Very glad to see everyone. Uh, white uh, White Merlin, uh, Terra Spaces, Rob Three Sixty, uh, Joe Sasha, Del Rey, and former Kujira Senate nominee. Thanks. Thanks for naming them. Um, thanks for naming the uh, the people that follow me. I don't think they follow you, right, Don? No, I don't think they follow me. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Dude. Uh, I'm just kidding. Before I get before I get this rolling, though, Don, let me just give the uh, audience a quick intro. Um, so I'm Little Gaines. I'm one of the co-founders of Cosmos Spaces. If you love hearing these Twitter Spaces. Please support us by delegating to our validator notes. That helps us a lot. We have um, Osmosis, we have Comdex, Evmos, eMoney, Juno. We have um, our Atom validator that's still in the inactive set, but one one of these days we'll get it back up there. But also Namic and Digchain for all those people that have tokens they'd like to stake with Cosmos Spaces. So Don, so do you know what this like? cosmic community twitter space is all about i think i gave you a quick like little overview right well i've been to a few spaces i i i have not really i don't think i really listened to many cosmic community twitter spaces i see you had 10 episodes um i i don't think i was i was part of any uh but yeah you try to uh, learn about the community members so Exactly. I, I try to do these so that we can get to know the people in our community on like a personal level, because obviously mm-hmm. we already know you are like a big hit star on YouTube, right? You got thousands of followers and whatnot, but uh, on a personal like, level. <laughs> so it, it will be really boring because uh, the Don Kryptonium is actually fully real. 
and it's one to one picture of 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 me you know so there is uh um there is nothing to explore on personal level but we'll 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 see i think there is i think there's more to don kryptonium that than people think so you know i i think we'll i think we'll explore some some of mr don in a little bit but get comfortable guys i just cracked open a nice drink to enjoy this twitter space with don what are you I'm drinking i'm drinking this uh drink called bubbly bubbly sparkling water with caffeine to keep me awake i i cut down on my like sugar intake so drinking like carbonated water actually helps oh then no like i would just uh wait i need to respond to my wife go ahead go ahead i'll give people a few minutes to just you know get comfy and stuff i'm also actually drinking sparkling water um i was thinking i'm gonna eat some snack after i'm not sure if i will have actually some time I, I was, I was, uh, the coffee is great to actually cut on sugars, you know, the, the, the black coffee. Uh, you were actually talking about cutting down your caffeine, right? Is it because you're, you're getting addicted yeah, to it or what? Yeah. Yesterday I got late with my coffee for like 30 minutes and I developed headache, but, uh, I, I, today I, I changed, I'm drinking the half caffeinated uh, coffee so it has half amount of the caffeine but instead of two cups i'm doing three cups so um so it's it's a little cut but like it because i actually enjoy coffee but like you know i can't do three cups daily it's too much i that's think that's way and too I, much yeah um it's not because i'm tired i just really enjoy taste you know so that, that that's the only reason well then drink the decaf coffee i mean it's kind of the same yeah thing, I, I have it caffeine, too i have know? it too they actually taste slightly worse i feel maybe it's just the plus uh, placebo right but i do feel that the decaf tastes slightly less inspiring than the caffeinated coffee but but maybe i'm i'm bro so many people you have a lot of I'm, you have really engaged the people like how many followers you have let me see i don't actually this this might be because 360 is in here i think that's why we have a big crowd uh, everybody follows 360 super cool right dude. like no you have over 4000 <laughs> followers i i still did not hit 4000 um i'm at 3500 uh a little disappointing because I feel like I'm really grinding hard. I believe it or not, within like one year, like I dropped close to nine thousand tweets. And uh nine thousand tweets, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like so I really the you know, I'm actually doing clear, clearly something very wrong. <laughs> um, nah. Nah man, I don't really give a shit about the uh the follower account on Twitter. Uh, because you know there's a ton of bots on twitter anyway so who knows how many of those are real but i heard that elon musk was gonna come out with some like uh yeah a, yeah art of, yeah ai ai bots or whatever to combat the the bots on twitter i don't know something weird you know how elon musk is he's super yeah. super interesting i'm a little disappointed i dropped a new video on Juno, and it's 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 uh, well below anything I get. I wonder if it's wrong thumbnail. 
I'm gonna hmm. change the thumb. Maybe it's wrong thumbnail because you know it's it's really master craft to to get the to get the views. It's not easy. Do you, do you ever stop working, Don? I mean, really, you're working right uh, now on this interview. Come on, come on, Don. I told you to get comfy. Don't I'm, even, I'm, I'm editing your... the thumbnail a little. I actually left my tweet right after we. Uh, I was on call. I was typing the tweet, so I dropped the tweet. Um, yeah. And now I'm going to edit maybe thumbnail a little bit, uh, just to just to just to see it works. You know, like um, well, hard to call it work. You know, I'm just I'm just trying to to drop the videos and make sure they actually trend because everyone likes when the videos are watched. So I'm trying to figure out what could be a good clickbait. I call and, it work because I'm I'm just trying to pump you up a little bit for the interview, you know. Oh, sorry, sorry. I I just uh, my my phone was uh, was put down. Now should be should be a little louder. Um, and I actually I I also host just the I host the interviews with the stride when they do the inter integration with the with new projects. So just like half an hour ago, I finished hosting that. Cool. So, yeah, with, with stride, and now, now now hop on the on this. I, I yeah, Don. Okay, Don. Okay, okay. Enough, enough, Don. Let's 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 yes. stay focused. I I know. Are we gonna get interrupted by your by your wife too? Because I know she likes to interrupt your your YouTube streams. <laughs> no, no, no. She's she's <laughs> in uh, in London. My my wife work for the airlines. So she come back. She come back tomorrow. I'm alone for the. If you if you wonder why Don was going so crazy these days, <laughs> it's because the wife was gone, and I could do whatever I want. So I was. You're the, you're I was the king of the sitting, castle. I was just sitting and tweeting and just 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 letting myself, you know, letting myself go. I uh, when the but but tomorrow she's back and and we are we are going going for a little trip on Sunday which is which is not great because how, how I will post videos. You have to you have to you, you cannot just be doing YouTube videos every day though. You need to have a little break and enjoy time with the wifey. You know you don't want to be a lonely um, pleb all your life, right? Do you would you really risk being on YouTube full time? Um, yeah, like recently got, to be honest, got a little addicted to, um, some socials, uh, Twitter and, uh, and the discord, but I, I kind of start enjoying probably engaging too much. Yeah. Not that I'm like tr treating this as the, like my, my real life, but I, I do like to, to engage, um, it's interesting performance art, I'd say. Yeah. So Don, is this the first time someone interviews you? Or have you done uh, interviews before? Uh, actually, not. Um, I uh, Joella from Coin Hall just interviewed me on my channel like two weeks ago. So she interviewed you on your channel. How does that work? Yes, she she said she wants to interview me, and I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> how you want to do it on Spaces, or we can go on my channel? And she was like, okay, can do it on your channel. So, uh, yeah. Not not sure if it was like good interview. It was just a chat essentially. But uh, she was asking about my background story in crypto. Mm, okay. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. 
a story where you talk to me about your boring journey and how you got into cryptocurrency, right? Like I, I hear that story all the time. But before we get there, like talk to us a little bit about you and how you were when you were a younger little noodle, right? Um, mm -hmm. Who did you surround yourself with? Were you the cool kid in class? You know, talk to us a little bit about about that if you can remember that far back. Okay. Uh, how how far how far back do you want me to go? How about middle school? Because you know, when we're what's in the middle, middle school, school age uh, in US? Because about, we don't. Yeah, I, I would say about about fourteen years old or so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. That's really interesting. No one really teenagers, teenage, teenagers, teenagers, four, fourteen year old. I was I was I was volleyball player um in in Poland um I uh, well, sorry I'm making myself more comfortable with the meow on my lap so I played volleyball since I was 8 years old sorry 10 years old and I played for 6 years so when I was 14 year old I played vo volleyball we had good success um actually we were like um I think top 30 team in in Poland uh my my primary school um had traditions in volleyball so so i was i was really sporty kid um there was one issue with me so um i i, I was not very tall i actually for a very long time was was one of the shortest and and very slim uh so the, despite me hanging always with the with the with the cool kids um like with the with the other sport kids um, I, I was just like uh, the, the the funny little guy. Sometimes the bigger guy would like, hmm. uh, you know, uh, tease on me to 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 call this this nice. You know, like now from the uh, I see it from the perspective of of time. Um, you know, like um, a lot of the the worst people. But I was sporty kid. I think I was like fairly fairly popular. Clown, but class everyone clown. says they were, you were clown. You were like the class clown that made people laugh and shit in school. Yeah, but everyone says okay. that, right? Like it's it's also like so so it's the, um, but I, I I was small and maybe that what you know, um, and we in the in the in the middle school, so it's gymnasium, um, we had the sport teacher who was buying us alcohol. So uh, when I like recently, I realized that like actually, uh, the the teenage school years was like filled with pathological behavior, uh, and it's not a lie. He was really buying us alcohol when uh, we, we would, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which is, <laughs> and we were all cool, right? Like so, we would never say that, but or like like I remember we were going for some volleyball game. And we were in the bus, and we were drinking beer on the way. <laughs> and wait, so how, old, is... how old were you? How old were you again? Were you really fourteen? Yeah, 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 yeah. The God. the first time I got drunk on alcohol, I was twelve. So, Holy uh, crap! And and for the record, I don't really drink alcohol, right? So, uh, but that's like it's like when when you play some sports and like hang out with some sort of people, like you experiment, right? Like you you get the one beer, 
like you you try to smoke cigarettes i didn't really smoke i started smoking when i was like 16 uh then then like i don't smoke anymore right i'm i'm actually quite but yeah like we 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 had like really uh, I, when i reflect now on them like uh, gymnasium it, it was weird time we we're like we were drinking and um and playing sports and you know and wait i sorry i don't want to like interrupt you but i really have to ask like why did your instructor buy you guys alcohol was was it just to keep you guys happy or is this because he wanted to be cool i think he wanted to be cool he was always considered to be very cool teacher right so it's in the in in the gymnasium so on the first class we have three years of gymnasium at the end we were like playing the uh at the end of the year he bought us like uh cheap sparkling wine right like and he shouldn't do it so that was the like so that was i actually was uh yeah 14 14 and then he may be like i don't remember other time buying maybe he did but we would drink in his presence quite quite often so he he was like behaving like he's our friend right Mm -hmm. it was like four forty over 40 year old but then like when you when you grow up and you are 25 you you think like hey that's that was crazy um it's uh but uh, i now think maybe maybe many people do this way right but but uh, yeah like the that that was the (laughs) i I don't know i I mean did he get in trouble or for doing that shit did anybody snitch on him no, never. No one, nobody snitch on him. That's that's the he he knew who can he trust, right? Like, is yeah. is he wouldn't do it to the random people. He was doing this to his boys. So mm-hmm. and he was playing cool, uh, but always like also when we were playing games, you know, like after game, like the, it's not that he was like supplying us, like, but as I said, like end of the year or like, but it's not normal that he would know we drink and we would drink in his presence. And always when we play some game, he would buy us like a lot of donuts too. So he was, he was cool. But the, yeah, I don't like gymnasium because... So we have this, the gymnasium is 14 to 16. Uh, sorry, 13 to like 16. Like I was, I, or, wait. Um, 15. I think all that alcohol that you were drinking at an early age might have affected your your memory a little bit. Don. My my cognitive <laughs> behavior. Um, yeah, so I, I went, I was 12. So, um but i yeah like so sorry 13 15 is gymnasium um i i i hated that period because the kids they grow up and they're like very like aggressive uh, aggressive so there was like you know there was always a lot of fights and you always try to be the like um cool and um and and sometimes the the i, I remember a lot of like un, unpleasant jokes from from this time right or do you know like no, not sure what's the culture like in US, but and I think the culture like in Poland also changed. But in my school was like when two guys would argue in gymnasium, everyone else would encourage them to fight. And then after school, they would surround them in the circle. And the two guys would have to fight, right? Like was really, I, I, I don't really like this period. It was like, 
and and my like also the 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 my class would like o- often um abuse our teacher so we would throw the as the class the paper wet balls at her when she was writing on the on the on the chalkboard um, yeah 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 so so i i think they realized that they they really fucked up because they canceled gymnasium now there is no gymnasiums so they, they started gymnasiums it was like 10-year experiment so it was three years between you like like 13, 13 to like 15 and it was worse that could happen because like yeah it 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 wasn't like really it it was messy time i i i was good in maths in primary school so my gymnasium kind of ruined that because i started like um maybe study a little bit less um and just like ignored the the certain interests but but i did quite well at school i also had good grades so i mean you were a smart cookie in school but it was a tough time for you just because of all the all the bullying and all the just crazy shit that happens when you're a teenager. Huh? Yeah, I, I can't yeah. say I was like really bullied. I, I don't think I was that much bullied. Um, but I can't say I was not bullied, uh, you know, so. Uh, but, just but part it of the was... culture, really. It's just yeah, part of the yeah. culture, right? Growing up when you're yeah. at that age, you know, kids are doing stupid things and yes but i get it but but being being the being the being small guy never really helps like i would meet my friend from this time a few years ago and i was like you know all of that it was so crazy like so stupid and he's like yeah that that's what the kids do but actually he was particularly bad he was like really bully and i wonder like it was quite interesting to to see that for him was like yeah that's what kids do, but he was like really bad person like he would like really bully people um, and uh, not even realizing most people when they grow up I don't think they they even realize and yeah did, he's not did, did you have a brother or sister or are you the only child in your your family? Uh, I have I have older sister two years older. Two years yeah. older. Was yeah. she there to protect you or to like guide you uh, during this tough time? No, or, I, or not really. No, no. I, I mean, I, I don't, don't think maybe it was even that required. Like you know, I, I had many. Fr- like, I, I was busy because still the the same people who would like bully. They were also your friends, and um, and they were also your teammates. I wasn't as close with my with my sister. Um, because n- now I'm closer with my sister because we 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 lived in the one room and we when you live with your like sibling in one room, um, I don't think you're like really that close. We we rather fight a lot. Hmm. What about your parents, Don? I mean, I'm I'm sorry. I'm like I'm not trying to like be yeah super all in your business, but just like to get to know you more. Like, were your parents always at work? Were they uh the working class? You know. Uh, yeah, or, my, or my, were they there most of the time for you? Yeah, my my, my mom was most like um my, my mom was staying with us till we were like teenagers, but then she had to work. My my father was construction worker. Um so in, in the 90s he would go to Germany for works. 
and my mother would look after us, right? But um, then when we were like 16, she, she had to go back to work because we didn't have enough money. Uh, yeah, but I, yeah, M- mom, like the parents was there, but father was like working uh, from morning to evening. Like she, he would finish work, the, the regular construction work he do. And the afternoons he would go to like the, to the people, you know, to, to work, to, to the houses, to paint the walls or whatever. Yeah, yeah. As a kid, did you go through any crazy thing, like crazy, like dramatic experiences? Did you ever get ar- arrested? Anything crazy like that happen mm-hmm. as a teenager? Not, not really. Like as I said, like I m- maybe I was quite lucky because maybe I should get in trouble because we are well drinking. Sometimes I escaped from police, of course, you know. Uh, but didn't really get in 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 trouble for that. Uh, let me let me get the cat out. Sorry, because uh, my brother-in-law came. Okay, go out. It's alright. Um, no, what 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 was not arrested? Uh, thinking traumatic experience. No, like I I mean sad experience like sometimes, but but not really. I you know not not like it's it's. It, it it's not like in US that you get in like trouble and get arrested, I think. So but True. when I was let mm-hmm. me tell you a quick story, Don. When I was young, I think I was about I'm gonna say maybe maybe ten years old. One of the craziest, scariest things that I've that I experienced when I was when I was young. I mean I've gone mm-hmm. through a lot of shit, but was my, my uncle was having a barbecue outside the house. I was at his house. My parents were there. I think we had like a family gathering because it was my grandma's birthday. But anyway, um, he told me to go get something out of his shed. So I went in there and I couldn't find whatever I was looking for. I don't remember, but I grabbed a lighter, right? I grabbed a lighter. I used to love playing with fire. I used to love fucking playing with fireworks and shit like that. So I grabbed the lighter and I was uh, lighting a piece of cardboard on fire. Like it was like from a box, right? And I lit it on fire and then I like put it out and then I did it over and over again. I put it out. And I walked out of there thinking like, yeah, like I'm cool as hell lighting up fires in my uncle's shed, (laughs) right? And I go back in his house to see what everyone's up to. And my uncle's in there too. And next thing you know, like people start screaming. I'm like, what the fuck? What's going on? You know, what's going on? We go outside and my uncle starts fucking yelling and screaming. And the shed's on fire. He had a nice shed, by the way. It was pretty thick. The shed is on fire. At first, like, like I'm like, fuck, like, how the hell am I going to get out of this mess? Because I know my uncle remembered telling me to go in the shed to grab whatever it was that he wanted me to get, you know? And my uncle is just, like, panicking. He calls the uh, fire department. The fire department gets there, but it's it's way by the time they got there, dude, it was way too late. Like the whole entire shed was up in flames. He even tried to like put it out with a fire extinguisher extinguisher and he couldn't. But he was giving me the dirtiest fucking look. He was giving me the dirtiest, dirtiest look because he he knew it was me that did it. And my uncle's my uncle was talking to my parents, you know, like, you know, it was he did it, he did it, he went in there last. I'm not sure what he was doing in there, but he was the last one to come out the shed and my parents were asking me, is this true? And I'm like, it is true. I was in there, but I didn't do anything. But my parents knew like, okay, he's, he's, he's up, he's up to no good. He probably did this. Cause they knew I was, I was like a, 
uh, a kid that loved playing with fire and fireworks. <laughs> but anyway, for me, man, that was one of like the most scariest times because I thought I was going to go to fucking jail, right? Because you do something that bad, it all it almost melted like the the siding on the house completely off. It, it did melt portions of it, but holy shit, Don, that was that was a scary time for me, dude. I I never ever played with fire after that experience you know i was very careful like if i did have to like light up fireworks and stuff i'd I'd be very careful but anyway holy shit so that's that's why i'm asking you like if you had any like crazy crazy dramatic like experiences as a as a young kid Um, i i love to play with fire i think everyone like to 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 do that um i i didn't really fuck up that much um uh but yeah i don't really like my family uh but the the um uh, once i burned like big like piece of grass in the in the park in my hometown with my friend by accident and we ran away and then like uh the fire department went to went to kill it but the, of course i didn't get in trouble right uh as the like even like much younger kid we would constantly put the stuff on the on the rail track you know and the 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 guards would often call the police we would have to run away but i was quick at running so sometimes like i remember my friend got caught and he was crying and <laughs> but i would like always escape right so i didn't really get like to trouble to be be that scared but uh the the the, the dirty look i would get like from family member like i was i was so young i was probably like 6 year old 5 year old and you know there is like when you have the uh, uh, ball or the cup and the thing that goes under the cup to to not dirty your your table Do a not coaster a, a coaster yeah. yeah i was playing with like with, with them at my aunt house all the time and i broke it and it cost like half dollar right and she screamed at me so much, like she was screaming. I'm like fucking idiot. I'm banned from her fucking house, you know. I didn't go there for the next ten years, and till today I hate that bitch. I really fucking hate that family, you know. <laughs> so, so I'm not close with the uncles or like uh, from my father's side at all. I think that I like, just just retards, you know, and uh, don't 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 consider them clever people. But I think we all like this right um so um but yeah. yeah like never arrested not i remember like even i'm with friend like we're walking we're 16 right and we got weed and we're walking through my old s- school yard and um and suddenly in front of us two policemen pop out and they're like oh hello um do you know why we're stopping you and i'm like oh fuck no like what i'm gonna like my mom would consider weed as the drug she'd not distinguish i'm saying i'm I'm so fucking done and um they they said oh you cross the you cross the street on the red light (laughs) and um uh, do you mind uh, we gonna search you? But you know they they cannot search you. Like you have to show them, so they can ask you. Oh, uh, can you flip your pockets? Um, can you can you show me what's inside your wallet? 
and and they keep doing this and my friend had a pack of cigarettes and you can oh can you open the pack of cigarettes I'm like no fuck there is there is the blunt shit fuck it and he opens it and there is nothing and at the end they're like oh, okay we we are going to fine you 100 each and they left Oof. you got and away my friend was like holding the blunt in his hand apparently when they pop out he he dropped it the blunt was under our legs all this time <laughs> you know so just uh so you, you yeah you tried you tried smoking weed at that age around 16 that was your first time trying it first time i must have been 14 as well oh yeah. shit yeah for, for 14 the 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 yeah 13 14 was the first time um it was weird it was like very small amount i I would, I would never really get that stoned like um like m when i would get more stoned yeah like that was already when i was uh probably around 16 yeah but first time try like 13 16 I, as i said i was weirdly i really tried alcohol very early you know no i can't i mean I can probably say I tried drinking alcohol at a young age because all my uncles, they're always, they were always around us at parties, drinking beers and they would ask me to get a beer and I would, you know, pop it open, quickly sip on it. But I don't think I would ever get drunk, you know, at that early of an age, maybe around probably my first time ever getting buzzed or drunk was around the age of like 15, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I didn't really start drinking like heavy. Not, I'm not not heavy, but like you know, getting drunk uh, probably till like around about the age of seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, yeah. So weed. No, I, never, like... I never really liked weed. Done. Um, I tried smoking it. My friends, a lot of my friends smoked weed, and I would just do it just just because they were doing it right, peer pressure and all that shit. And I never really, never really got attached to it. Just something that I didn't like. It would make me paranoid as fuck would be so me too i don't like weed i don't like weed so i was i was doing this because my friend like weed was like not my was not my thing i i i don't really like it but yeah the so when 14 like you know i, I would get drunk but it wasn't that often but like 16 17 was the heaviest time because then I really like the rock music i i grew my hair long and i started dressing all black and we had spot in the park. So when the Friday start, you know, we have these very cheap wines. Um, for the US price, it would be like for $1, you could buy one liter of very cheap wine. And this cheap wine just, you know, make you really like drunk. So Friday, Saturday was drinking, Sunday a little resting, and then sometimes we drink too. And Monday was back to school, right? Until the Friday. So, the, but that was high school uh so then my grades deteriorated um but the weed wasn't like um but then more weed i would start like um when i was uh, over 20 but but it was making me me paranoid like um i just didn't enjoy like um yeah i i never enjoyed the the weed and i'm actually quite opposing weed like Many people say uh, legalize weed for medical reasons, which is completely stupid. Uh, I think there was tons of tests done on weed. Weed doesn't work, which is bad painkiller. 
It doesn't have really much medical properties. Just legalize this for recreation for those who like it. I personally don't like it. I don't want to smoke it. But don't pretend it's like really some amazing thing. It's it's not. So well, it's not I mean, I'm not gonna argue. I'm not gonna argue with that because I personally, you know, don't don't know all the facts about marijuana and its medicinal purposes but i do know that there is a big movement for it here in the u.s and personally know people that do use it for medicinal purposes to get rid of pain to help them eat um so i i don't know i'm just saying like that's my 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 stand on marijuana but hey everybody yeah has their i own i don't know maybe maybe they get hungry on it but like i believe the ibuprofen is more effective painkiller than we you know um so it's like we we uh, it was you know it was never approved as the painkiller like and those things are i i think weed was one of the most probably like tested drug in the in the like modern history and in never really like seems past placebo like i think they would approve it if it would have like great uh properties to to prevent pain but yeah i'm not doctor yeah People can get or, that stuff over here in Michigan, like all mm-hmm. all day long. It's it's uh yeah, you can do it for recreational use or mm-hmm. medicinal purposes. So yeah, I think I think it depends where you're you're at. You know, I'm not sure what the laws are in Hong Kong for marijuana. Are they pretty uh, strict over there? It's illegal. I I smoked it yeah. here, right? But in here it's illegal. Now in Poland it's quite fine. I don't think you go to to prison for this. There is also movement to legalize that in Poland, very similar to to US, I would say. It, it's not legal, but it's pretty chill. Like everyone smoke. I I yeah, as I said, I don't like. But I either like I also don't like alcohol. So the like despite me starting drinking early. Like now I'm like 32. I don't really drink. Uh, you know, I might have one beer, um, but I simply don't go to the point where I get drunk. I, I hate it. Yeah, just to just to chill out and just have a nice cold one, huh? Yeah, I I drink every yeah. day non-alcoholic beer. No, like so I have non-alcoholic beers because I like flavor. Like I really like um, IPA and stuff like this. Um, but I just uh, don't enjoy the alcohol part, so it it I makes me. I, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever sipped on a non-alcoholic beer in my life. I don't. I don't think I will ever either. Just because I'm like fuck. I've, if I want a beer, I'm gonna have a beer. It doesn't I don't care what if it has alcohol. I mean, I, I don't. I don't really care that. Um, yeah, and it needs to almost have alcohol, don't you think? Just to give you that little little kick. I don't like it. I, no? I, you know, I really preach sobriety. In, in, well, it's it's weird to it. It sounds weird, but I really like to be sober because it allows me to have the most control on on what I do. Um, so uh, yeah, so so weed is kind of like excluded. I could smoke. I just don't really like it, and I can have one beer, but I enjoy flavor of the beer and and not alcohol. And even if I have like two beers, I can tell you I have troubles sleeping. It's just it feels weird. Like I I feel like hypersensitive when I got a little older. I become like hypersensitive to 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 those things, um, which maybe sound a little paranoid and weird. But um, <laughs> so it's weird because like you know uh, 
you know, I talk to Jacob sometimes and I oh, come to Vietnam. And I imagine like if I go to Vietnam, Jacob will want to drink with me or some shit. I don't do that stuff, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, it's it's boring to 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 party with me i'm i'm just you don't over have one. to drink to party though you don't have to drink to party or you don't have to do drugs to party you know there's there's enough fucking things out there that you can do to have fun you know what i mean but i i, I do understand that feeling of like your friend hits you up and says hey come out we're, we're gonna go bowling you you get there and yeah. then they have this fucking big 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 container of beer on the table ready to get drunk yeah and the peer pressure sometimes is just like ah okay fine i'll just have one and then one turns into two and they're like all right just one more i get it i'm actually kind of almost a lightweight now because i don't drink like i used to so a few beers and i'm already buzzing man yeah it would be the same for 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 me um i would have but i even don't really go out um anymore that much at night i like if if people want to hang out with me i like to hang out with people during the day so lunchtime or or like um dinner but i i don't like to go out at, at night like i have very strict schedule so i go to sleep every sorry every day at the same time and i wake up every day at the same time because i just try to be productive and um you know if i do this way i'm able to have the same schedule during the day so like i i wake up and i can do do what's important for me i can record the videos and then i do other stuff so um i i think when i was like partying before like even a few years ago i, I was not very productive so even maybe I don't work much. Like if you have schedule, you can do a lot of stuff and alcohol or partying like is is getting in the way of that that thing. Okay, enough of this uh, alcohol talk because I'm starting to get a little thirsty, and it's too early for me to crack a crack a beer open right now. But I'm gonna have left- one non-alcoholic one later. <laughs> no, please after, don't. after the call. Yeah. No, please don't do that. <laughs> Oh God! So we left off at like, what were you like around the age of sixteen, right? Experimenting, experimenting with with uh, with weed and whatnot. And so, what about uh, around like the age of eighteen twenties? What were you up to around that that time? Were you were you out of the uh, the parents' house, or were you still living with your parents? You know, oh yeah, were you I was working. Absolute piece of shit. I was useless. Um, so, eighteen. Um, at sixteen, I fall apart with my friends from my volleyball team, and they didn't like me. Um, they they wanted to beat me up. So then I, as I said, I found a new friends. I grew my hair. I started dressing black, which is like what the what the people do at this age. And at at the at the age of 18, I, I developed the passion for the for the movies. So I, I really wanted to to go to the film school. And um, we we have famous school. One is in a city called Łódź. Uh, the uh, Polanski studied there, for example. And there is other one in city called Katowice, equally good actually. But the problem is only eight people get on on 
a year to the to the school. So I applied to film school. I went there for a week for the tests. They do some like image imagery tests and stuff like this. And um, I I even don't know it was right after eighteen or I waited a year. And I didn't get anyway. And then I went for like um for one year to week school to to try some acting. It wasn't like study or anything, just just trying because I really like movies. You know, I at the age of eighteen, I got so obsessed with the movies. I was watching three movies a day. I didn't work, and my parents were really like upset with this because I was like, you know, my father considered me completely useless. Um like um because he was like this he my father you know as i said he's construction worker so like you have this 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 child at home of like uh i would dye my hair and stuff and he would maybe like didn't really like you know it's it's not his 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 upbringing like um he 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 would expect rather being this hard man um so i watched like 500 movies that year all of the movies of Kubrick, Polanski, Scorsese, and all others. And the next year, I I decided to study culture, and I tried again to film school for the second time. And uh, meanwhile, I was doing this week school studying culture, and I still didn't really work much. I, I got some work for a few days now and then, but I couldn't get a job. And in 2008, Europe like didn't have good employment. There was like 15% unemployment in Poland. Uh, some had it worse. It wasn't like the easiest to get the job. Um, but also I was lazy, so probably that, that's it. Um, so I didn't get to f- film school for the second time. And then I didn't get to film school for the third time either. So um, this, uh, I would say that the time between I'm 18 or 22 was like really uh, pretty, pretty sad. Like the, the, the guy living with parents and is unemployed and studying the, in the weekends. I didn't do the, the day and I was studying culture um, in the weekends. So like, yeah, I, I would say this was really like the worst time and i was looking really badly like then um and i I actually like at the age of 22 something like i i quit my the the culture study so you see there is not that much to say when i was when i was 18 um but yeah like still at the early 18 i was going to the park drinking but then like going forward like everything was going wrong i couldn't get to film school i was doing some 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 uni stuff but um yeah unemployed living with parents um till the age of like 22 and then i then i then i fall in love with with one girl and i quit my uni uh and went to uk to work in the bar <laughs> same same girl that you're with now or the same no you, no okay so a different girl gotcha yeah it it was polish girl um, and at the age of 22, I started my first YouTube channel. So um, I didn't, so I, I hated work, right? My, my father imagined like I should be strong man, maybe work on the construction, but I hated work. I, I was like, you know, I was the guy who watched a lot of movies. Uh, I, I would consider myself creative. 
you hated work because of the of the physical labor or did you hate work because your dad tried to you know pressure you I to be that manly myself, guy i considered myself an artist i think and i considered there is no job for me you know but i also couldn't really I, I, you know, my myself today, I would criticize myself then, you know, so like, so I, I see there is Joe here and Joe is like 23 and like the people say like, oh, I'm 20 something, I have no savings. I live till the age of 22 with my parents having not a single dollar on me. <laughs> I was most useless person, no experience. I was socially awkward. You know, like I, I it was really like the the definition of like he's not gonna make it. So, mm. but but at the age of twenty two, because I I really I I saw the potential with YouTube, and I saw people making YouTube and they were making money. So I went to the, with my friend to the zoo. I I I canceled the savings that my mom was making for for my adult life it was very little it was like $1,500 and she was saving this for like whole life and I canceled this and I bought myself a camera but kind of like I was not even using that that's how useless I was but then I had this idea that I'm going to go to the zoo and I'm going to record animals and then maybe they will be funny and I upload them on YouTube and I did it and it didn't work the only video that got like 5,000 views was video of two donkeys. And it was watched by some like Middle Eastern countries. <laughs> so <laughs> it was really weird. But then here is the, I wanted to make a GIF because I dev explored this new platform, Tumblr. And I saw people were making these cool GIFs of the films. So I Googled how to make a GIF and I found a tutorial, how to make a GIF in Photoshop CS6. And this, day, this gave me idea. I downloaded the, how old I was, 21, 22, around that. Um, I downloaded the pirate version of Photoshop CS6 and I copied this tutorial, how to make a GIF on YouTube. And I uploaded this and they started copying others and using Photoshop and making tutorials. And I monetized my videos and the one month I made $10. The next one I made like $40. Um, so I was like really, really excited. And um, within a year, I was making like $300 and I was living with parents and it was kind of enough. Um, so this channel is dead. It has 70,000 subscribers now. I kind of packed it up early on, but then later it changed. I, I started developing different areas of Photoshop and I become retoucher. Like that was later on. Um, but what, that was the start. And now in this period, when I started YouTube channel, I made, met this Polish girl. She was living in UK. And, you know, I decided to quit my union. I moved to UK and I, I got a job in the bar there. So that's how I learned English. Ah, so that's how you learned English. Yeah, okay. that's exactly. And so you guys lived together when you moved, obviously, right? Yes, I, I le like, um, I lent is, is the right, right word. Um, 
I think I, I saved like, I, I mean, I saved, I got from my grandma 400 pounds and some from my parents and stuff. And I got 800 pounds and I went to UK and I ran out with money one month after I couldn't find a job. So I was desperate. So I applied for this job, picking up the glasses called the glass collector in one bar. And, um, and just and got this job and uh, it was fun time and I kind of enjoyed that and I made made friends in UK. I polished my English, so it was good. Now, if if you could if you could go back to the um, film school that you tried applying for, would you do it now or are you kind of over that thing? No, I'm over. But sometimes I have the the the, the dream that if I. If I make good money in life, I would like to make my own independent film, maybe when I'm 40 or, or something. And, you know, like maybe in crypto, I can make it, save the money and do independent film one day. Maybe it will be very bad, but I still, I, I, I like the, the, the art. I like the movies. Um, maybe I don't have that much time to watch. Maybe I would never do it. But yeah, I'm fully over that. And what about your, your dad? Is he still around, your dad? Yeah, yeah. So when I was like 18, my father would often complain to to the his friends that his son is retarded and useless. And um, like many years later when I was in in Hong Kong, right? Like but but you know, he he's simple man. So then he would like say to the same people that oh, my son is in Hong Kong, you know? I like he like he he felt maybe quite happy and the and the and the proud and and these people would later tell to my mom that's how i know that like oh your husband very 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 like proud of of him he would never show that to me though but and they were like but you know before he was like telling bad stuff yeah like but it's it's okay because i think you know it's just uh he he grew up this way you know he he uh, i think maybe his father was rough so like that's why my dad was this way that's what normally happens, Don. Like, um, it starts, it it starts from a like a a deep, how do you say this? Like, deep roots. I don't know the the best way to explain it, but it starts with your dad's father and his father and so on, right? So, and and you kind of broke the chain there. You you kind of said, you know what? Fuck that. No, I want to do what I want to do. I want to pursue my dream. Although you might not be the the biggest director in the world right now you you can still achieve your your dream right it might take you a few years but as, as the good thing is that you broke that chain you broke that curse right the curse of just having to slave away um working for somebody else now you're kind of independent correct kind of do your own thing you're not a, you're yeah not like the bar no more do you no but i'm 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 very late bloomer right like because i never really come reach um, but I kind of believed, like, I always wanted to be rich and like, I thought, oh, when I make movie, I move to Hollywood and stuff. And I never even visited Hollywood. Even now I can't visit Hollywood. I never even visited, you know, that kind of fade away. Um, but yeah, I do feel like I kind of break out from, from the family, right? It was like the, the from, from my father, it was like, uh, you know, if, I, I I do consider myself lucky because at the end, if I wouldn't move to UK, if I wouldn't pick up the glasses, you know, all of these things, I, I I think I would end up really badly, like working in the 
not nothing wrong with working in the shop or but i feel i could like i don't know how how it would end and it was very lucky because i was making this youtube videos it never was much money but then i went to uk and i learned better english and i learned also how to how to retouch images at home i was sitting and like you know practicing and then i become better and then i start retouching images for people and then i started record online courses and these online courses start paying me money it was very little you know like i think 25 when I was 25, I was. It was first time I made like $500 from courses. I was so happy. I wasn't. I was already like six months out from the bar, and then two months later, I broke um, $1,000. And for me, then, so this is at the age 25, I felt like I'm the greatest guy ever. And then two months later, I made one thousand five hundred or eight hundred. I was like, "I'm I'm set for life." <laughs> wow, that's per, was, that's per tutorial. Years, uh, not a month from selling a courses. Okay. So yeah, like it's not not like this is very little money. But I was like feeling like so because I I left UK at twenty five or something like this or. Um, yeah, early twenty, and I, I like, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna make online courses now. If it doesn't work in six months, and I'm applying to Emirates Airlines, and I'm going to become flight attendant. If it works, I'm gonna work from home, and it worked. I start making money from courses, right? And I was like, the first time I made thousand dollars, and then like, I I remember as in today. So, ah shit, it's so funny. Sorry, I'm laughing. Was it two thousand? <laughs> It must be 2015. Sorry, I'm trying to. So, to 2015, I think to January 2016 must have been made 1,800 or 500 from the course, and I literally like went to YouTube and played the song. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> That's how great I fucking felt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like I remember <laughs> I felt so good. And I felt too good because then a few months later they changed policy on Udemy and my earnings slashed. And then I was back in UK again because I started dating this girl that I'm married to now and she was standing in UK. So I went to UK for a few months. And and I it it went down to like six hundred dollars or something, and I like suddenly like was literally like barely having money to eat <laughs> again. But then it like, but then it was like, so then I just sat and obsessively started recording a lot of courses. Then it got better again, and so so it was up and down, up and down. So I was doing like few years. I was leaving off making courses. Um, Till till like two years ago, I, I kind of kind of stopped it towards um, becoming degenerate. <laughs> Become a degenerate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so the lady you're with, your woman, right? You're married. Mm -hmm. Um, you you met her in the UK. Uh, yes, I met her. Okay. So, like, I went to UK because of the Polish girl, and then I met another girl, which was Tiger. And we were like dating, and it was like really bad. Um, but um, 
through her I met my wife because they lived together in the in the kind of student guest house. Um, so we become friends with my wife later, and we like stayed in touch for a year. Um, like I was in Poland, she was in UK, and we kept in touch. Um, and and then at some point we just like started talking so much that we decided to be in relationship uh we went to norway together for a trip and i went after that with stay in uk for months back to poland for two months and then back to uk for three months um and then after she finished uni i uh i just i flew to hong kong like i got one way ticket and flew to hong kong and i stayed how was it how was it um how was it like just entering this whole new world because hong kong is probably way different from the uk right mm. how was that like weird maybe um so first time i like so actually i said i stayed no it was november 2016 and um i, I had some other troubles uh, around this time as well uh health wise but like then I, I i flew for like three weeks first um and and i stayed in one of uh her mom's flat it was like eight square meters and it was so new that it was just exciting i started meeting some random people right away then after three weeks i had the flight back and then month later i decided to fly back again and i i didn't leave you know, I, I stayed for the next three years, but I, I, I like changing places. I'm, I'm quite like, so I guess like, you know, I was telling you I was socially awkward when I was around 20 or so, but at this stage I wasn't already like, so it was, I was maybe 20, 27, 26, 27. Like I was, I was easy to make contacts with people and I was using this, um, couch surfing app not to sleep on people's couches, but they had this, um, meetup play a meetup tab or something and you could see that there is some people around who wants to hang out so we're just hanging out with people and meeting friends locally in hong kong so i developed a group of friends started hiking a lot and i easily adapted and i start treating hong kong like like my home so does it feel like home now though like like uh back at back home in, in poland or well, does it, it still it, feel kind of strange, you know? It it changed with with COVID, so mm. um. But it's still I I always feel very good on the on the east um, but, but because I stayed here three years without the without the visa on the tourist permit. Um. So it allows you to stay ninety days, but you have to leave. Uh every 90 day and renew it um I, I wasn't married to to my wife yet and when the covid started i went to poland to to visit my parents essentially because it was quite scary in hong kong everyone was panicking me too and when i visit poland they closed the borders <laughs> and i couldn't come back <laughs> so this is like when like people were wondering like what like what is this 30 year old guy living with parents making youtube videos that's the story behind it i couldn't come back to hong kong for two years <laughs> so. when you got when you came back home right 
to visit yeah. your parents. What was your dad like? Was he like here? He, here he is again, fucking uh, this, this no, lazy bastard. <laughs> no, totally cool. Like it was like like I actually like leaving. Um, I'm, you know, he he aged, so he's much calmer now. It's very different. Um, but you know, every, like I would visit them, like you know, like still I would sometimes stay at there for two months in a time. But this time I ended. I was like, oh, they gonna close the border for two months. Soon I'm gonna fly back to Hong Kong, right? But then the two months passed, six months passed, one year passed, and the borders were closed. And I also didn't see my still then girlfriend, you know, and then it, it, so after one year, like, I, I think I finally realized it was like, oh, fuck it. Poland is my home. Um, you know, and, and I start treating Poland again as the home. And, and I, when I was younger, I didn't like Poland, you know, um, maybe I was upset at Poland for some reason. I don't know. Sometimes people are upset. But the last two years during the COVID, when I was in Poland, I developed my, my let's say, it love to, to my home country again. So I, I enjoyed living there this time when I was staying. I enjoyed being with parents even. But after two years, I was a little bit tired of, of this, you know. Um, and, and now me and my wife are considering of getting a place in Poland and maybe moving there. Hmm. I do have a I do have a question from someone in the community, and mm -hmm. I, I don't I don't know where this place is, but they said um. So you lived in Newcastle? Is that is that in, is that yeah, in Poland? It, is that... Newcastle in UK. I was oh. I was living for two years in Newcastle when I was picking up glasses in the bar. Yeah, Newcastle. That's where you were. Okay. Um, it Newcastle up on time. Yeah. Can Can you give us your best Mechem? accent or impression Mecham. what the hell are they talking I, I about i can't here? i can't in newcastle they say like in newcastle is geordie so there's like um they would say why i men or uh, you know the uh, but i cannot do 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 accents especially i was so long ago i can't do Mecham, but um i'm sad because i had like some really close Mecham friends and it kind of fell apart but i still have few friends um but yeah like it was very traumatic to learn because they 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 speak with very thick harsh accent like they don't tell you oh are you all right but they they say arit you know that's um <laughs> so yeah but i i it would be cringe if i would try to do accent i i can't really that's okay we won't go there but yeah. someone someone just wanted me to ask you that question so when you went back to Hong Kong, um, was COVID kind of like just calming down a bit? No, man, it's absolute nightmare. It's <laughs> absolute total shithole. You are, it's, we have I'm mask mandates here. So <laughs> just kidding, dude. I know it's terrible so right now. In Poland, like we, the, the, there was no pandemic status for like since spring. Like, and I'm all like, you know, you know, I'm, I understand people are different, but like, you know, I'm triple vaccinated and all the shit. And like, I was relatively like, you know, defensive, but there is limits, right? And there is common sense. And I came to Hong Kong and it's like, I landed on the airport and I stopped to search something in my backpack. And they're like, 
sir, no stopping, no stopping, sir, need to go. And um, then I asked them, like, um, can I use cash machine? Cannot, cannot use. And so then we go to this quarantine hotel and this quarantine hotel, they all wear the suits and there is air purifiers all around the corner. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? You know, uh, luckily my quarantine was already only three days. And the first day was like in, in quite like was depressive because I could feel a lot of people left. The city has like less energy. But now I'm here like three months again. And I'm like, yeah, I feel good here. The, I got used to wearing masks and all that stuff again. Um, but but it's different than it was before. And like, I don't hang out with people as much. I'm like just staying mainly at home making videos, you know. So it changed, but I feel okay here. I, I was just going to say, man, I feel really bad for the people over there because it's a night and day difference. From I mean, from what I see in the media, right? Like, it's night and day difference here. You Kids can go to school now, don't have to wear a mask, even if they have a a slight little cough like my daughter mm -hmm. she's got a slight little cough and she's at school without a mask there's other kids there coughing too so the the whole you know um fear of covid has like literally like vaporized mm -hmm. here where i'm at at least it's completely gone but what i'm seeing in the media it's it's crazy over there dude it's yeah it's, it's doesn't it drive it's the you same in nuts? poland it's the same in poland like kids are sick going to school whatever uh, but it's also like you know in in Poland when it was COVID the 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 like the the, the little kids were not required to really to wear mask. Um, so it's quite funny um, that here like I can see like three year old kids and they wear masks, you know, and uh, and the people carry babies and they put this like um, this transparent foil over their heads, you know, that the people are actually very protective. So it's not like, I, I feel it's not only government, but people have high obsession here. Um, mm -hmm. And they're, they're very happy to put the mask on the kids' faces. And like, you know, I'm, I'm not sure what they're trying to do because, you know, like at the, this level of pandemic, I'm not sure what's the danger for the kid, but um i'm also not specialist so maybe i shouldn't shouldn't say about this but yeah like you get used to this like that hundred percent of people outside simply wear the mask but you're not required you you can still go to restaurant or at the gym you can take it off but outdoor you have to wear it right so and, and the 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 vaccine and we'll we'll get off this with this uh subject mm -hmm. here in a little bit but the whole vaccination um, were you required to get the vaccine or did you volunteer to get it? Are, are I, people I, still requiring to like um, have vaccination cards if you want to go to a restaurant? How, how is that all working out right now? In Poland, it's not required for a very long time. Everyone can come to Poland and not really, but like I and, and it's no one cares. Right. But yeah, I, I guess you asked for Hong Kong. Uh, for my vaccines, I, I I volunteered early on, right? So I was one of the first ones. I got when um, I, I I got AstraZeneca. So once it became available, I, I, I got it right away. So I was very quickly vaccinated. Um, I was happy to get vaccinated. Um, but, but here in Hong Kong, um, uh, actually, to get like I I employed myself in my I was stuck in Poland, so like I got employment in my uh, brother-in-law kindergarten. So I had actually like I was quick to get it, like uh, the second month I think it was available. 
Um, but here, yeah, you if you want to eat in restaurants in Hong Kong or anything, which I consider like also nonsense, like I, I, I don't really care what's the... But here, if you Hong Kong person and you don't have vaccination, you cannot enter restaurants. And I still, everywhere I go, you know, I, I scan my code. We have these codes on the phone, leave home safe. <laughs> so uh, every time I enter a restaurant, I scan it. I scan the QR code to enter. Every time I enter the any other place indoor, like not, not it's a restaurant, the place where you can take off the mask. I enter the gym or restaurant. I always scan the QR code. Yeah. You have to scan the QR code. You right. have to scan the QR code, yes. You and uh, if you're not vaccinated, you don't have green QR code, so you can't do it. Wow! 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 That's that's insane. Mm -hmm. We we are we're not required to do that here. Like I said, it's yeah. Very, like in Poland, also, like it, I mean, it it doesn't like COVID. I know, like COVID doesn't exist there, right? But but it's it's very existing here. Um, but more in the minds than than in reality, I yeah. think. All right, so let's just get off that subject because talking about COVID, it just brings back those horrific memories of having. Yeah, to... like it, it's only in Hong oh. Kong, like and and mainland China, the rest of the world, like I I guess enjoying the life. But uh, yeah, like you know, it's it's good to brainwash your society a little bit to make sure they give up uh, on every crave for uh, freedom. They could maybe get bad ideas, like want to protest or something. So it's very good to crack down on their minds a little bit. That's terrible. That's so horrible, <laughs> dude. It is true, though. That's how it yeah. works. And that's just, just yeah, terrible, yeah, man. Does. I would leave yeah. fucking Hong Kong if I were you, Don. Come come to the U.S. Come, just fucking leave. <laughs> but I love U.S. Yeah, we consider to, to move to Poland, you know, like you like it's uh, it's it's. Uh, it would be good for us, especially if we want to start the family or or something. It 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 would be good place. So, and and Yui, um, in in two years she could apply for a passport. So it's good. No kids yet, though, right? You have no kids. No kids. I'm like no. I'm not convinced, but I think my wife like she 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 wants a kid, and I told her, if we have kid, you you stay at night with the kid. I'm not gonna wake up. And, uh, but I don't think it will happen because I think I'm better with the kids than she is. So I think, yeah. I think no daily videos then. So that's what, like, that's why I'm not fully sold on the idea. Well, yeah, I mean, it is tough. You will get very little sleep and it's, uh, it's a joint effort, right? So if, mm -hmm. if you, your woman is tired, baby's crying, you got to be a man and you got to, you know, step up and, and watch the baby. So, mm -hmm. um, you have kids? Yes, I have two kids. Don, I have a have a six year old. She'll be seven uh, next nice. year, and then I have a fourteen year old boy. He'll be fifteen next year. Oh wow! So two, wow. just two kids, and I'm done. How old no are more you? kids for me. I'm in, I'm I'm thirty. You? I just turned thirty this year. Wow! You you see you see how behind I am in life. I'm very late bloomer. I'm literally like so when you so you were you were very early father when you were sixteen, right? Well, I'm a stepdad, so uh yeah, like yes, I was technically an early father, right? My my wife had 
her first uh, baby when she was young. She was actually actually in high school. I remember mm-hmm. her walking around pregnant. <laughs> it was yeah. Now that I right. think about it, it was kind of weird because I uh, she would be in the class with me, and mm-hmm. um, I'd be like, "Oh my god, you look like a freaking I don't know, like a oompa, oompa loompa from Willy Wonka." You know? Yeah. She she had that big belly, and yeah. So she was she was very young, man. But um, kind of same thing for me because a year later, I I met my son, met her. Um, and then after that, uh, we, we started dating and then we got mm-hmm. married. So I've been in his life since he was one year old, one year old. So I'm oh, technically, right. technically yeah, man, yeah, I'm so. just, I'm his father, dude. I've been in his life since he was a little yeah. baby. Yeah. So like, um, when you are a responsible father on your, on your second kid or when, when you're wife were pregnant for the second time i was i was at home trying to master plan taking over the world with the courses and becoming <laughs> rich or go becoming flight attendant and it's okay so, dude it's okay but, if uh you, you get a late start in life we all have different yeah, journeys so, you know it's all right i i i like this saying late bloomer i'm just late bloomer you know um <laughs> I watched the I watched some podcasts with Lennox Lewis and they were talking the Lennox Lewis and Mike Tyson couldn't meet each other during their prime, you know? Because the Mike Tyson was early bloomer and like was early on was at the finest. And Lennox Lewis was very late bloomer. He was actually not a very good fighter when so I said, Yeah, I'm I'm just late bloomer. I'm the but um Yeah, I maybe I should think of the kids very soon. We we certainly think of it. And I think just like now whatever happens, um it's it it will be okay, right? Um and then probably we move to Poland because it's better environment for, for kids. So But how old are you now? How old are you, Don? I don't I don't think I asked you. In December I will be thirty two. Oh awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 all, all old guy making making people angry on YouTube and and Twitter, having no life, uh, <laughs> or or that's so is thought. So now we can get into that part. Now that it's getting a little late yeah. into the interview, but um, five five minutes, okay? And I'm gonna gonna go. Out. It's okay. Are you running out of time? I got I got plenty of time. Just just a little bit, yeah, because it's it's late, you know, so. That's all right. I know you've got to go to bed. Got to go night night. So yeah, how you know how'd you, the schedule? Yeah. How how did you get into cryptocurrency? What was your your way into the cryptocurrency world? Um, first time was in two thousand seventeen when when was the bubble. Um, and and I remember tweet. I I said that to to Joe that I saw the tweet in end of two thousand sixteen of Kim dot com saying buy Bitcoin. Um, and I didn't buy, and I waited till like a year later, and I bought some um, some altcoins, and I spent like one thousand five hundred dollars, and they went down to thirty dollars. And um, in this bull run, when I went to Poland in March, because the pandemic was hitting, I had another grand master plan. COVID is taking over; people are gonna die. 
the last hope is cryptocurrency. <laughs> so I started buying crypto on Coinbase app every day. And that included Atom, Zcash, and Tezos, I think. And Atom like was so cool because I liked the name. It was so cool the name. I didn't know anything. And every day I was like buying hundred dollars. And then everything starts crashing. And I was like, what the fuck? The crypto meant to pump the COVID cryptocurrency. <laughs> and it was just going down. So I was keep buying, keep buying on the way down. And actually the lowest I bought Atom was like $1.10 or $1.30. Um, that period averaged at around three. Uh, so I, actually 2020 was my only one entry to crypto. I was, I was keep buying and I didn't get engaged in the community at all um I, I could do it because you know when covid started suddenly everyone was staying at home and there was this this um kind of rhetoric hey this is the time to buy online courses and i made like i was making good money from online courses for three months which went into stock and everything and which turned into negative investment now uh after all this time not crypto i'm still up um and in 2021 i decided i'm gonna start making content so um but i started making content trolling other youtubers instead of really making like content on crypto itself it wasn't cosmos so i was making videos on beatboy on journey crypto on uh, mm crypto and and others but i i you know i already held atom for one year so it was my serious investment i hold atom um and I did try to learn a little bit about Atom, but, and it was like my favorite ecosystem, and I researched this a lot, but the content I was making different, and the, the switch in the content was um, with, with Juno, actually. When Juno launched, I was like, oh, there's so much content that I want to make, but I'm stuck with trolling YouTubers, so I want to make other content, and... And then, like end twenty twenty one, I I become more serious and also start interviewing people. That's so you like, started you started your YouTube uh, showfluencer journey by trolling people. So that yeah 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 it's okay okay. My channel nearly for a year was just like um, satire. Like so, it, this never meant to be serious channel. Um, like just just like if you have time you can just scroll down to the earlier videos on my channel like it, even the thumbnails were very different i was more cringe um uh, lark davies and and so it was so so you know like when someone get upset now it's like come on i was <laughs> i was doing this um and it was nearly for a year, but then I got bored and I wanted to make serious content. So I I decided to make Cosmos and, and Juno. What yeah. if what if what if you start making content um dressed up as an emo child? Like back like when you were in your emo days, right? Dressed up in all black, black hair. Did I you dye your hair no, black too or no? No, no, no. I so I wasn't emo. I was um I was having just long blonde blonde girl, I not blonde girl, blonde hair, and um, I I I listened like um, started with Sex Pistols. I really like uh, 
uh, Guns N' Roses, Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin, and a lot of this stuff I actually like. But then I changed. Then I actually dyed my hair like ginger. I had ginger hair or white hair like I, I after after that. But yeah, I I don't know if dressing would work. I'm I'm still trying to figure out what's this channel and what's Don Kryptonium character and persona. I don't know, Don. I think you have your own your own style, right? Why be like somebody else? Why be like everybody else? I mean, just just keep doing what you're doing and just make sure that the the content that you're making is factual, that you're getting the facts straight, ask asking all those questions that people normally don't like to ask because they're afraid. And uh just just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Um I'm sure you're gonna build an audience, a bigger you audience know, sooner or later. I, I enjoy making it because this is like looking from the past, like I was, I was very lucky with like going to UK, right? I learned English. I was, um, I was lucky getting engaged with some other girl so I could meet my wife. And, and then I got engaged in crypto and I start making, um, YouTube channel that the, the story is actually like of of the YouTube channel, my my friend challenged me to do that because said, "Hey, we need to make crypto content," and I I I was telling him, "No, I'm lazy. I I don't want to do it." And he was like, "No, no, no. Come on. I'm gonna make every day. You do every day too." I said, "No, I'm I'm gonna make one video." And he ended up making one video, and I ended up making like I don't know over four hundred videos now. Um. So so with that, because I started this, ironically, not even related those videos to Cosmos or Juno. And and now we are two years later and I'm I'm speaking like to the people I could like admire. Like I can speak to some like really clever people, right? Which is which is quite funny. And along the way, I lost the respect for some of these clever people and I can even troll them. <laughs> so <laughs> it's even better. So yeah, like it, it's 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 interesting when when the things lead you, you know, like, um, it's it's that the Steve Jobs was having this very very clever words. Of course, I'm not no one like a Steve Jobs, but but he, like, well, you you cannot connect the dots. Um, how how was it? You know, like you you can only connect the dots looking into the past. Like you you, you some events that you do in the past might not make sense at the start and you don't know where they lead, but they lead somewhere, which is quite, quite nice. So like, and, and now the Don Kryptonium exists. Don, um, okay. Where the fuck did the name Don Kryptonium come from? Because all the YouTubers were, um, shinning crypto and they were doing these stupid faces on YouTuber, screaming faces. And these videos were very urgent. And um, I, I start this channel under my name, and I actually change it a few videos in. Um, I I I think I talk to my friend what should be my crypto name or something like this, and and he it was my Polish friend, and I think he he joked something Don Don Kryptonium, and then I made my first Don Kryptonium video. I'm going to send you after the first video of Don Kryptonium that was made. And it stayed this way. So that I look, I simply was asking for the cringiest crypto name that, that is out there. 
based on the like all the crypto gurus with the weird face. So the Don Kryptonium will be the the you know the the the, the <laughs> crypto YouTuber that makes this content of very urgent videos, the last chance and and stuff like this. So that <laughs> that's actually the history of Don Kryptonium. Awesome. Um, you have like a few minutes to spare. I normally don't don't take any questions from the audience because this is just like a, a one-on-one interview but we got avi requested to speak and i know yeah. sasha has been requested to speak yeah so maybe just one or two questions if that's all right mm-hmm. sure okay i'll bring avi up and then i'll bring uh sasha up wow what's up Bobby? i feel i feel special um don i'm a big fan dude hey avi how you doing man i know I know, like we were exchanging some messages. Yeah. Any anyone anyone that climbs rocks for fun is a good person in my book. And um Thank you. So there we go. Um I do I do kind of have a bit of like mix of a question, but then also kind of like maybe even trying to find an answer to what, what you asked earlier, which is like this idea of like you're still trying to figure out like what Don Kryptonium is gonna become in the long run. Um, I think I speak for a lot of people when I say I love the fact that you speak truth to power. I think it's really important. I think especially in the cosmos where there's kind of this brand messaging of like everything is community led, blah, blah, blah. When in reality, it's kind of like, I think, a bit of a facade. Um, So I appreciate the social commentary there. I do wonder, like you've kind of established yourself as this like, I don't want to say like anti-establishment, but maybe like contrarian who's just willing to say the things that no one else wants to say. And I think that's, that's a great thing, but I think there's also kind of this pendulum, right? Where like, if it swings too far in one direction, um, it could not necessarily like harm the ecosystem, but like it could stall stuff. And so this idea of like, you put up your proposal on Juno, which I think was great. Um, it's and I know I think part of the reason why you did it without a discussion period was because so many people are like, hey, if you want to see something done, like just put up a prop and you're like, all right, fuck it. Like I'll just put up the prop and you just did. And I think that's that's fine because the way you did it is like also social commentary. You're like, you guys keep telling me to do this thing, so I'm just gonna do it. And if you're gonna bitch about it, like this is what you told me to do, right? So it's like I'm just doing the thing that was asked of me. Um, but I guess like my question is, is like, do you think that Don Kryptonium can kind of become this, this bridge between like the contrarian view and the maybe like more like elite view and you can kind of become the person that brings those two parties together? Because I feel like you, you kind of try to do that with the Takumi situation. I actually really enjoyed that. And, and I think that's like a place where you would be able to add a lot of value because you are a very open-minded person. And I just like to hear like, your thoughts around that? Yeah, thank you, Avi. You're you're too kind. I need to get back to climbing because of COVID. I had the break, so now I'm like getting back to the to the pull ups, and um, I have my my climbing shoes. So I I need to I need to get back and start doing some bouldering. Um, uh, with, with the prop, um, it's it's on chain. I, I need to be transparent. So I spoke with Jacob when doing this i said like oh i probably need to leave it for discussion and jacob said to me to be honest there is there is no rules on juno to for that <laughs> so that that's like that's 
that that was the story. And I'm like, ah, okay. Um, so if you can put the proposal on chain and, uh, you know, like it doesn't really, rec- like, uh, I'm not sure what, what, what there is needed to discuss about open source. The, the definition of open source is out there. Everyone can Google. Everyone can see that the only like open source projects get grants from the projects and the Juno was seemed to be exception. So not sure if there is need for discussion, but people f- say there is. Uh, I, I don't know if for such probe may, maybe was not, not very nice of me. Um, the, the, the thing is like, like, so when I moved from Don Crutonium to serious content, I was like, okay, I don't like this YouTubers. I know it's not true. I, I know it doesn't look like this. How if I'm going to make the channel of the actually the, the, this guy who buy crypto and wants to participate in crypto. So the I, I understand like not everyone like me. I mean me, I think maybe it's 50-50, right? So like there's some people like me, some people don't like me. But I think those who like me they're like I'm I'm pretty much just like you. I'm buying some crypto and I um, I'm getting pretty upset with like some stuff and I don't really like this like rich guys telling that this is the right thing or not. Um, and, and sometimes I also defend the rich guys like Takumi simply for believing this is the right thing to do. Like, you know, you don't have to have financial incentive to do it. You just like, and, and it, it not always work like be, because like I, I feel maybe there is not much financial benefits in doing w- what I do, but I can go month by month and I am enjoying doing this. So even if there is no benefit now, I can see a few years from now. So don't know if there is bridge, but like I doing this because like people can relate. Some people can relate. And and there is like some also validators, you know, like many people will will get many people think I'm working like against Juno. And I understand I'm going too far, like calling people dumb sometimes, but. Um, but no, it's, it's fine. I, we like it. It's funny. It's honestly. not that I wouldn't say dump, like, and I know like, hey, if I make the dump in title, it's like um, people will click, you know? So, um, but people would be surprised how many other validators and how many other developers actually agree they just don't say it loud um you know and, and i know this so they just like are not in position to to say this and um yeah i i don't like maybe it's not the the you know, like, I, I don't know even if it's good impact or not, but the, like I realized that there is even like some wealthy guys who, who run like venture capital who, who watch me, which is very strange. And um, so so th- this channel is like more about like, hey, like I'm, I'm tired of the crypto bullshit. I'm just the regular guy who tried to participate and, and, and trying to present the picture. Um, the more realistic picture of how it is. It's not about negativity or positivity. In fact, my negative content, I think it's quite positive. <laughs> it's quite lighthearted. It's, it's the, 
you can actually be mean to the people who to those rich guys who like i not say like to these guys who who think they know better and it's we can have a good laugh trolling them you know so it maybe bring those regular person closer i would never think that like i can actually have the influence over governance before but, but then like hey if like don kryptonium can do it you can do it too yeah i i mean i guess i guess what i'll say to that is i actually think that you have more influence than you realize um and i think that there is a certain appeal on a lot of different sides like people want to watch your content regardless of whether they agree with you or they don't even the people that don't like you and i don't know i guess my thought is like for me personally and maybe i'm just like um naive but you know you see the stuff that like annoys or bothers you and and i'm just always like all right well how the heck can i like get myself in the mix and i know it's kind of like self-centered to think that like i'm going to be able to solve all the problems but I do feel as though it's nice when you can, you can kind of try and affect change from within. And I mean, I didn't take it personally when you said that the sub DAOs are a joke, even though I'm like on one of them, but I will say that when the growth sub DAO was first created and it was just like basically all the people in Terra developer fund, I was kind of like, what the fuck is this shit? And, and I spoke up and I said something and then I interviewed for the role and somehow ended up getting it. And like, I see the conversations happening within there and I feel pretty good about them. I see the quality of the people that are on the phone calls, like talking to some of these projects and the questions that they're asking. And I'm impressed. I mean, I think like a lot of the people that are on it now that have actual VC experience are, are very cautious. Like they're not going to be pouring, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars into projects that just don't make sense right now. And there's plenty of those. Like, I think the focus is actually shifting to be more exclusively on like, public goods and builders who, you know, strictly want to be on Juno, they might be on other chains, but they want like Juno to be their home. Um, so I guess the message that I'll send from, from one common person to the other, but I guess one that finally has some like insight on the inside of like what's going on is I do feel hopeful, um, still for some of these sub to succeed and you're free to give your criticisms, um, as you like, but I love to kind of like see sometimes more maybe like of a constructive conversation that happens because the stuff that's like controversial obviously gets views. Um, But at the end of the day, like especially during a bear market, like we also want to build excitement around things. Um, So I don't know. I mean, I don't even really know what I'm trying to say. I guess what I'm trying to say is like, it's not all as bad as it seems, I guess. (laughs) No, I'm 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 quite hopeful for Juno. Actually, like I'm 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 actually concerned about layer ones, and I said it a few times because there is this. I'm I'm more bullish about app chains because with layer ones you always get the paradox of new, uh, faster and better layer one, on, and for the applications it's very easy to migrate. Um, but the sometimes like i this is maybe my opinion but i feel people don't tell you the truth like when they tell you like oh we take this projects from terra if we don't do it the others will steal them and like how many people is listening here i don't know 20 it's not true uh other projects would not steal them because the other projects do not support closed source <laughs> software 
the and the grants are like 100k. Solana, Sui, Aptos. Loop would not go there because they would not get money. No one would fund them. So this is false argument. And, uh, you know, and the, the, the amount that Juno was, for example, giving, like many people can tell you like, hey, 300k standard, 500k. You go to other chains and see the grants. The, the people can build the great app for 100k grants. So what I'm trying to say, like just look at others and don't try to lie to people that that's the standard or, or not. But but Juno is like very very hopeful. Like so, I think we we need to stop the the funding of such things that are not benefit to Juno. Juno is the public good. It's open source platform, permissionless for everyone. It should be focused on public goods and drive the value through this. Um, it should not support the 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 closed source projects. They can they can freely build, but Juno should not give money to that. Juno should give money to the application, open source, include public goods, include DeFi, experimental, uh, that can benefit Juno. And the grant should be capped at reasonable amount of 50 or, or 100K, right? And with that, we are able to remove the strain on the Juno. That is other issue that I see, for example, that in order to fund the development of the Juno, we are forced to liquidate the Juno tokens. And if we're liquidating too many Juno tokens, giving them away in the grants, and there is not big liquidity, the price will be declining. And if you want to sustain the same funding, you will have to keep liquidating more and more Juno tokens as the price, price is sliding down. So actually doing those changes including this proposal, is the way to come out of this and be more sustainable and focus on the public goods and be an open network for everyone. That That's only like the, the basis behind that. And of course, I don't construct this in the nice ways, but it's hard to be nice when someone give away $1.5 million for migration of the app that is closed source with no benefits to Juno. Let's call the things as they are. So, yeah, yeah, and I and I won't I won't take up any more time because I've been talking a lot. But I I will say um, that your your judgments and what you've said are accurate and um, obviously like warranted based off of the actions of the past. And without giving away too many details, um, I think you're going to be excited about what you see in the coming next couple months with respect to all of the things you just mentioned. Not only um, restricting funding to like amounts that are reasonable and this idea of aligning with developers who actually like care about Juno and the network um, and aren't just here to kind of like mine mine our liquidity and leave or, or at least mine our liquidity and add no value. Um, I think the other interesting thing that we're going to see is these sort of like differences between investments that are supposed to give back like a profit versus public goods that will maybe will act as more of a loan um, where the loan is repaid. And then there's some sort of like more longer lasting benefit to Juno stakers. Like these are all the things that are like, I think on the table um, and could be coming. And yeah, I just think that once some of these things start actually coming to light and becoming public, um, it's going to be 
a great boon to the ecosystem. And I'm, I'm curious to hear like what your thoughts are on those things once they are, once they are real, I guess. Yes, surely I want to see those things are not only in Juno. I want to, I want to share, like I I had the call with the leap wallet recently. They they wanted to collab. Um, I, I made the video on them, and we'll see if we 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 gonna collab something. I just want to tell that I I had the call with them, and I asked them the question. So guys, like because you integrated all of these chains, um, right? How expensive is that? And you like you you have no money, and they told me they got the grant from Juno and um, from someone else, right? And I was like, because the you know because the Kepler wallet they took like three hundred k from Juno because they said the integration is so expensive, and they said like no integration is actually not very expensive. It's it's quite easy process, <laughs> and we did this actually no no cost. So it makes you question like like hey, there is many I don't know. It just feel you know weird so i like when i hear these things i want to bring up these people hey these people said they did it at no cost like uh so the the those words of industry standards are not always actually true um that that's also what i wanted to share do it man you got to tell them because if you don't no one will and I don't know. I think it's funny because when we hit the bear market, everyone starts realizing like, oh shit, maybe we shouldn't have given away, you know, insane amounts of money. And now our buying power is like diminished, but that's just what happens, right? Like builders and ecosystems get euphoric just like users do. And they're like, our token's worth a lot of money. Let's get it out there. Let's pay for stuff that maybe we don't need. And now we're kind of in like conserve mode and it kind of sucks because if we would have been a little bit more conservative, then we'd we'd be able to maybe dish out more grant money or whatever. But, you know, I think we, we live and learn. And um yeah, anyways, thanks for coming on and doing the interview. It was fun listening to uh to more than just kind of like the crypto focused stuff. I, I love that you do that with your your interviewees like you did with Jake Hartnell and Gaines did a great job, I thought, of of kind of like navigating different topics. So this this was a lot of fun. Thank you, Avi. Thanks, yeah, Don. thank you. There was there was one more person, right? Uh, um, yes, but they they haven't requested to speak. But, oh, that, uh, I think that's good, okay. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a good time to wrap it up, Don. I appreciate you coming on, though. I hope you enjoyed. Yeah, the, thank you. The it, was, it was so much fun. You know, like there's so much fun when you ask me. Like I, I know I'm like open talking about personal stuff because like I I treat these spaces like even I'm fully doxxed. But I just like meeting people and like, um, you know, like learn. Oh, like what, yeah, what's up like with you? Like check, how was your school like, and stuff? It's a lot of fun. So can you hear me? Can you hey, hear me? Joe. Yes, you can. Yes, your mic. Because we are at the end here. So uh, to summarize, I, I just like what you do. Done. Like keep keep uh, speaking up what you think. Yeah. Keep uh, uh, shooting against what you think is right. Or like uh, pointing fingers at some things that are not uh, like anti-establishment uh, or are anti-establishment or whatever. Yeah, that people are too scared to to talk about because of their situation. Uh, amazing. We need you. We need your content and these voices. And uh, if there is controversies or things that don't uh, add up, these things have to be discussed, right? And that's why I also. 
kind of like the attitude of Gadikan, Jacob. <laughs> Even many people don't like him, but uh, I think that's for me. I even I don't completely agree with everything he says, but that's still why I love him because he just he just shit posts also like some old uh, Bitcoin uh, screenshots and uh, fights for open source and for good things. So yeah, people like this uh, are needed exactly, and maybe more we can speak in the next uh, session here. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, thank sure. you, thank you, Sasha. Some, some, sometimes I also think like, hey, J Jacob must be must be crazy. But recently, I realized yeah, people yeah, must yeah. be thinking the same about me too. So, so. yeah, then oh. uh, they should do it. But then they are like, I don't know. You need to hear both voices. And someone said to me like, ah, I don't know. I, I blocked this guy. I, I don't even uh, when I see something from Jacob, I don't look at it or I blocked him. And I said you know what you put yourself into a fucking bubble yeah you isolate yourself and don't even listen to any arguments that is the most stupid thing you can do fucking idiot excuse my language no it, uh, it's if cool. he's wrong and, um, if, cool. if, if he's wrong then 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 write an argument then uh, you are helping more than just blocking him i, Sasha, I want to say about jacob so like but, um, yeah. sorry sorry don his uh his mic Every time, like you speak or I speak, we can hear feedback. I don't know if you can quickly fix it. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. Echo, yeah. echo. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, used to so speak. Uh, so yeah, let so me yeah. cut that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so there is echo when anyone else speak, and it's quite yeah, quite difficult. But regarding Jacob, you know, also when I had some problems, like, and I was like, "Hey, Jacob, I'm like feeling like something queer." Like, Jacob would have time to. You know, despite me would be arguing with Jacob a lot on many subjects, like when I have some problem, like he would be very open for a call or or something. So, and and on the call, you need to see like there there is very different Jacob than the Jacob that tweets um, often. Yeah, like, he is like very very. I also think the like, same. Good guy. Yeah. I guess I fixed my uh, audio yeah. issue. Uh, the second thing I wanted to say was let me think. Um, I didn't make notes. Uh, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have to make more space. We, we can do it again. Yeah, tomorrow, guys. The, 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 it's like uh, ten to midnight. Um, ah, yeah, that, that's so. That's like, the one uh, I wanted it, to talk about. Uh, GMT five uh, uh, plus eight. GMT plus eight gang. I'm also in the same time zone. I have eleven forty nine. You too. Oh, where are uh, you? Indonesia? <laughs> and I have. Oh, you in Indonesia? My wife is from Indonesia yeah. too, and I got a two-year-old right. uh, child. And uh, I can just recommend you. Wanted to say, uh, get some kids. Yeah. Nice. Where about Indonesia? I only was to Bali. Uh, next to Bali, there's uh, some islands left and right. It's one of those. Lombok, maybe. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> okay yeah. i'm yeah i understand I, <laughs> I i realize sometimes i'm doxing myself too much i spoke to someone today and they like um you know with no problem this, it's... they they said yeah. they they said you know um be careful <laughs> they said that to me so yeah. i don't know like maybe i'm like too easy like and trusting everyone but maybe what i do like could 
put me I don't, danger. I don't think we reduce so much like, danger or anything just by speaking some topics. Uh, not really yeah. the danger that are like big capital uh, we see big I don't know what. Uh, there are there are. I mean, like it's okay. I mean. I mean, China territory. If if you know, if something happens next day, they wake up. They they end up in the cotton fields of Xinjiang. Okay. In, in, so no in China or something. Agents coming. Yeah, maybe different story than here in uh, Indonesia, Malay. It's a little bit different here, but more more free, I think. Yeah. I yeah. I hope I hope going to visit soon. Um. I want to go Bali again. I love that place, you know. Yeah, um, I love it. Indonesia is very beautiful. For four and a half years. So I miss about four and a half yeah. years. I can speak the language. My wife, I got married here. Why COVID? Yeah. And I was uh, kind of also locked here. My 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 daughter is two years. My parents never saw my daughter yet because of Corona. I know I have similar experiences like you, like in real life. Yeah. And then with the crypto roller coaster, holy fucking shit! Yeah, um, wh where are you from? Or originally? Uh, Germany and uh, with Polish. Yeah, that, that that that's that's what I thought. That like the accent is is German. Where, where about? Where about Germany? The west, not Rhine-Westphalia. Yeah, and my 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 grandpa from Poland. All right. Yeah, so it's far away from me. Um, my hometown is like um, one hour from German border. In in Ger in in German, it it would be called Lignitz. Uh, it's Legnica. It it used to be be German before war. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, Bottom. not far from Wrocław, Breslau. Breslau. It's it's the region I'm, I come from. Cool. Yeah, it's like two hours drive to Dresden from my hometown on the A4 highway. Is that 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 area? Area Cologne, the, the, Cologne, Aachen. Oh, so you Cologne? Yeah, that's far. That's like many yeah. hours drive. But... All right, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to wrap up the space right here. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna uh, bath. Appreciated, uh, Don, for coming on the on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, speak later. Thank you for inviting me, and thank you for everyone to turn in. Um, thank you. Bye bye. Yeah. All right. Bye. Uh, have a good one. Take it easy. <laughs> Support the devs, not only the big projects, also the small entities. That's my take here. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Cosmos Spaces Cosmic Community chatting with Don Kryptonium, hosted by Lil Gaines, recorded on Thursday, December first, two thousand twenty-two. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now with Spark IBC enabled. Watching these debates like what a bunch of noise when the illusion of choice outmaneuvers your voices. No one really knows what the fuck is going on here. Sitting in the bunker, waiting for the all clear. It's like we're getting steered towards the motherfucking iceberg. Captain all drunk deciphering where the ice lurks. And we thought 2020 was gonna be a nice year. Living with the plague like who brought the mice here? Try to think of it as another simulation. Game full of bugs but it's still fun to play. It's like we're aliens beta testing earth. Digging in the dirt trying 
trying to earn a little girth The beast is silent when it defeats the riders Living outside trying to meet this virus If you wanna watch it all burn from the sky rise Delete the science and increase the righteous Living like a jerk, return to feed the worms Vibing like a tree, just breathing out the words Be careful outside, them police is violent Feeling like I finally earned some peace and quiet Down to eat a little piece of pie first Trying to be the fat kid you least admire Feast of fire when the beasts of burden Are getting all bored but at least we're certain We found the imposter living among us Fussing with hunches another big chungus Bludgeon don't worry the fungus Will clean up the guts and get us to function On fleeting assumptions I'll see through the rust From rush to rush hour stacked up like a bunch of junk So hush your muck before we stuff your luck And break your fucking neck to this like Bust a bust, bleeding impulsive, the meeting controls it when breathing corrosive, no eating the bullshit, feeling the worth like it's gonna be a good year, now we're all tired, stop treading on the work here. Nice time. Nice time.